How'd it go? How'd it go? That's what we all want to know. Did you finish what you started or are you now broken hearted? Did you learn anything? Did you do anything? Did you win anything? Did you lose anything? We just want to know. 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 Yeah, <laughs> and the epilogue is a tricky one, but we're going to sit down with our dance. Hello, um, we're back. Back for one final episode of this season of How'd It Go. Yeah, so th- thank you for listening this far. Thank you so much. I mean, honestly, like, this entire project took so many hours and so much time and so you know, we, we are so grateful that you've taken the time to listen to it thank you so much yeah you're great you're great um but but we do have one final challenge for you mm-hmm. um which you, yeah you just heard is, is us sitting down with our dads why why did we want to do that maxwell apps story structure right yes <laughs> yeah. good narrative i mean i mean like you know in a way yeah i mean yeah. we started this podcast talking to a bunch of teenagers from our old high school about what they knew about mental health and mental well-being um, then we went on this adventure, and it seemed to just make sense to ask the generation above us what they know and the, of mental well-being and their experience of mental health. Yeah, and and as with all of our challenges, um, to make sure it was safe and and that everybody was okay, um, we spoke to our resident uh, expert, Mary O'Hagan. But we're going to sit down with our dads oh. and talk to them. Because we kind of want to put into perspective the generational shift yes. and yes. how it's changed in terms of thinking about mm. mental health and the discussion around. Mm. There we go again, mental health. That's but right. yeah, <laughs> in terms of well-being and in terms, in terms of, of I mean, the openness to share that. That's true. Um, yeah, strategies so to do. So, what kind of guys that? are your dads? <laughs> very different. Very different. So, very different. Your two dads are very different from each other. Yes. Um, do you want me to go first? You go first. My, my dad is, well, he's about 20 years older than your dad. Yes. Um, so my dad's like 67? Mm. 67. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he is, uh, but he worked as a psychologist as well. And right. he's quite a, he's quite a yeah. lefty, liberal, yeah. friendly, open, yeah. um, lovely, hippie-ish dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So that's, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. And Max's dad. Uh, he came up in the private sector and he loves Mike Hoskins. Uh, he oh, has wow. used the term thing. toughen up for a very long time. Uh, very recently he's learned a lot more because of my family's uh, struggles. So do you feel quite <laughs> different from your dad? I, in some ways. Yeah, in some ways in, not. Some, some ways yeah. not so much. Like there's still a lot of about him that I'm like, no, I completely understand 
how you got there like when it comes down to it, I feel like me and my dad are the same people but with different information and yes. and he we both I don't know it's <laughs> I don't yeah. know my dad is, is tricky. But it's, I mean, I think also well, it's... that's fascinating, yeah. those two dads. They're very different. Very different. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, we're a little... We're not... You could get them together. Yeah, we that's are. What we're going we're to gonna, We're going to sit down. We're going to have... We're going to have a nice... Nice dinner. <laughs> nice, uh, recorded nice recorded podcast recorded podcast dinner. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully we can end on a little bit of hope. Mm. In the sense that, you know, we... We're more open about it. There's more hope. There's more di- dialogue. Mm. It, it still not might not be great, but maybe it's better than it was in the fifties and sixties. We'll yeah. find out. Maybe it, yeah. maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe it's not. We're, we're hoping to end on a hopeful note, uh, but you know, we're That's gambling. Yeah. It's a big gamble. Uh. And so one Friday night, we took our dads to Southern Cross for a beer, a steak, and a talk. In our generation, it is quite acceptable to, in fact, encourage to go see a counselor, to go see. A, if you can afford it, if you can afford it, and if it's you know available to you. But back in the back in the day, if you did you know anyone? Hard up, mate. Yeah. You know, there might be some confusion as to whose dad is whose um, in this recording. Uh, just to help out, we're going to do a quick impression of our dads, so you know who the dads are. This is this is what my dad sounds like. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Hi there. Yeah, I'm Christopher Apps. Yeah, yeah, I'm Christopher Apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 Christopher Apps. Okay, uh, okay. And and my dad, uh, Bruce, he sounds like this. He's like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Bruce Nickel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Bruce Nickel. So yeah, I, I hope that hope that clears up any confusion. Were there counselors like at your university or no? Well. I, well at university, in my final year, I had seven papers turned up the wrong day. Like, they were all on Thursday, except the last one was on Friday. I was also teaching. I was, it was a full-on year. And I missed the last one. In those days, you missed the whole year if you missed a paper. Yeah. Right? So the whole year was a complete waste because I turned up the wrong day. And I knew I wasn't in great shape, so I went to the health services or whatever it was, you know, which really was GPs and VD, that was kind of all they did. What's a VD? Venereal diseases. Oh, right. Gotcha. (laughs) Sorry. That's that's still a problem. (laughs) And I said, I'd like an agritap because I really am not in good shape. And they said, don't be silly. And away I went. And then not very long later, I actually had a total physical and emotional collapse. You know, like I felt I was crawling to the phone and rang up my mother to say, come and get me, I don't know what the hell's going on here, you know. So all that sort of stuff that you would do these days was just not available. And even then, they just said, stuff you, you know, so you had to... early night and just get on with it. Yeah. Up until then, I'd never ever failed an exam, you know, through school, but I was really stressed that I was going to fail this thing. And when I did the exam, I actually I passed it at like 50 something. Yeah. So I was that close. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up, um, getting, well, you know, when I get stressed, I, I lose the tips of my fingers. Oh, right. The, yeah. the fingers have appeared. I don't know, it's like an eczema, but I've noticed over the years, I'm under really stressful conditions. Mm. 
Some of them even know that they are, but like at work, if you're working long hours or there's a deadline coming, something like that, I find that that happens. So when this happened, I was getting that, but I was also getting this real pain in my jaw. Mm. And at one point, I was talking funnily enough to Steve, my brother in law, Steve, yeah. about how Barsi was going, because everyone was sort of Barsi because I was older and all that. So, oh, yes, yeah, pretty hard work, blah, blah. I've got this really sore jaw. And he said, oh, you're, um, you're grinding your teeth. No, I don't grind my teeth. Yeah, you'll be under stress and you'll be doing this. And he gave me a couple of exercises to do, which actually relieved the pain in the jaw. So right. That, that's probably about as close as I've ever got to counselling. Right. Which was a casual discussion. Yeah. Something came up, but otherwise I would have just got on with it. Yeah. I thought of talking to someone about it. I mean, it's quite difficult talking to you guys about it. <laughs> you know? Because it's just like, just, just deal with it. You know? As you were saying yeah. before about what the layman thought of a psychologist you started experience uh, excuse me Bruce <laughs> like it, did you did you know any psychologists did you meet any where did this idea come from oh, TV I suppose yeah Psychi- there's a hard to distinguish between psychiatrists and psychologists right from yeah just from what you've seen or read and there's always the uh, you know, the, the asylum movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Criminally insane. You sort of thought people who were crazy were criminally insane. Yeah. Right. And then there was the normal people. There's, there's not this whole gradient. Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think, um, I think my grandmother had some mental health issues. You know, yeah. surviving the war and coming out here with, with the father and what have you as refugees. Um, you know, I was young all through that. She died when I was. Well, you're right, Max, maybe a little bit younger. Um, and she, she committed suicide. Um, and her parents' view was years of making sort of thing. To the point where she just gave up, I guess, in the final, final settings. So I guess we had it in the family, but didn't really know. You know? And I heard um, Lenny Gray Clark, and it says something like, um, maybe a refugee did you know about your your great-grandmother's suicide before, before i now? i found out very recently like just before that conversation with um our dads i had no idea that was not discussed um it was brought up um, by my mum as a fact that I should have known. I was just she just mentioned in passing. Yeah, here's what happened, and I lost my shit a little bit of like, what? Did you? No, I didn't know that. No one's ever told me that. And it's, you know, it's those kinds of things. It's it, like, I I don't know, you know, about hereditary mental well-being stuff but it's important for me to know that my dad was young when his nana killed herself that is something that i that is something to important to know for me to know more about my dad and to hear him talk about it the way he did was uh was really was really interesting for me um because you know you as you grow up you learn more about your parents 
and why they are the way they are, you know. Yeah. And it's like yeah. it's like you 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 find out the prequel to a, to a film is like <laughs> that's exactly that, what it is. The, the origin story, the origin story of your parents, and that's you know that's something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, because I, I mean it's just interesting. That, yeah, talking about uh, those older generations, and also like you know even my dad saying with the with that breakdown, like just that idea that you would have a problem and you would even say to people, I've got a problem and that, um, that they were just, okay, mm. carry on. Yeah. There was no response to that. Yeah. And then we have more conversations as well, talking about, um, my granddad as well. All men of his generation never talked about feelings or... No. How they were, they say, yeah, fine, mate, yeah, good, you know. So it, no one ever talked about that sort and of stuff. Shot for it in, the, in the field of battle. And that's yeah. not, that's not a result of the war, you know. It's, it, it's actually just, you know, that is, you know, emotionally we're evolving, and and they weren't at that point in time. But I do wonder if there's, um, where the pendulum is. Maybe people are losing resilience because of the mechanism, but maybe people don't need to be resilient in all those years. Yeah, I think that's an interesting... Yeah. One of the things I that I really wanted to ask my dad about was I, I had been through some hard times at university um, at roughly exactly the same time that he had also um, had a breakdown. Um and I just wanted to know, as a parent, how he managed to help me through that. And I think the most important thing is is that you felt open enough. I mean, obviously, when you're in a really depressed state, it's often impossible to talk about it to anybody when it first happens. Because you don't know what it is. You don't know what's going on. And, you know, there's, there's no words for it you're just acting and surviving and doing whatever you can to just hang on you know i mean obviously when um you know things weren't too good on your last year yeah we both you know your mother and i both knew what was you know well once you'd said what was going on and then you know we could pull into action and know what to do how did you feel about me taking notes for my anxiety. Mm. I've always thought of meds as um, depends what they are and what they do and a whole range of stuff because I've seen huge negative aspects of using medication. But if if it, it is appropriate for reorientating your serotonin or whatever it is that needs to be while you are seeing someone who gives you real life strategies to cope with what's going on. Um, that thing about the medication is like one of the only kind of secrets that I've kept from my parents because I was worried about how... Oh, you didn't tell them? No, I, at the time, I didn't tell them that I had gone on medication because I was just... I, I don't know, I, I knew they had some like stigma around it and I just felt like, um, yeah, I didn't want to tell them that. And I think um, that was rough to an extent because, um, you know, it's hard often the first month of taking a new medication, you know, there's some side effects and stuff. Mm. And I kind of, 
because they didn't know I didn't have their support through that. Mm. Um, so again, it's just like another validation for having these conversations and setting aside time to have these conversations yeah. because then you can tell people. And once you've open and you've told someone something, then they can help you through it. Then dad brought up one of his insecurities about one of my insecurities and how it was making him insecure. And it was something that we had kind of touched on back in episode three of the podcast. Um, but we got to actually get in deep with this. And I was very lucky to have my best friend with me for this. Like, no, I think we're pretty lucky on the whole. Oh, yeah, we've got But then I, well, I question it as well, yeah. because, you know, like I said, you're seeing accounts with some of them now. So I'm like, where did I go wrong? Right. You know, I have a certain amount of, of angst over that. Um, and I can't fix it, which is another thing that gets me, because I'm a fixer. But I can't, because this is so out of my realm. I can't fix it. Well, you're, but you're why is it happening? What, you know, what could I, should I have done when you were one, two, three, four, nine, so that you weren't coming to do this now? Or is it just the side of the ages? I just don't know. That's what I'm conflicted. If I may give you some words of assurance right now. If you were a god, yeah, this would be on you for not knowing exactly what to do everything. Mm. But you, you weren't. You, you did your best. You were loving. You were honest and open. And you're, you are doing everything you can. You're talking. You're currently talking to me. That's, that's it. That's what you do. That is your job. Also, I think, I think it's really cool that Max is trying to better himself. Like, going to counselling doesn't necessarily mean that you have a problem. Mm. It just means you want to be better. And to raise a kid like Max who's so determined to be a good person and is going to use every tool at his disposal to keep improving himself, I think that's something to be really proud of as well. Well, I have a view on that as well, right? right. Do you actually think you're not a good person? Because we talked about this the other day. We do. You know, why don't you think you're a good person? Or as good as needs to be? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> because I'm worried about becoming a narcissist, about becoming someone who's like, no, nah, I'm great, I'm fantastic, I know everything. Oh, your sister wouldn't let you do that. I don't think our family, like you said, in a play, our, I've been very lucky, lucky to have a family like that. And my job seems to be recently is to pull back that a little bit because I am not that, not, I'm not what I'm scared of becoming. Good. So I just need to figure out a way of, of pulling that back yeah. but you know that's that's why I go that's why I'm going to counseling that's why we're doing this podcast that's why this is happening <laughs> yeah thank you very much uh, you almost well and Bruce has been well not good. just for this yeah. it's a great uh, it's a great opportunity and I'm pleased you took the you know you made this happen because it's great well, the thing is, Chris, we must have done pretty good somewhere or other. Yeah, well, maybe these just, maybe these just, just leave us off each other. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in the gap. <laughs> we created the line drawing and they're colouring it in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, here we go. And so we paid for dinner and we... Hugged our dads, hugged each other. Yeah, we paid for dinner for our dads, like proper grown-ups. Proper grown-ups. Pretty impressive. And just like that, our final How'd It Go challenge for the season was done. Yeah. It's been quite a journey. It has. Have you learned anything useful, Max? 
I mean, it always seems to be like a lot with how to go. You kind of learn the same lesson over and over again, which is, hey, talking to people helps a lot. Uh, honest emotion, emo- uh, honest emotional communication is generally the best way to a positive outcome. Um, I've learned a lot more about New Zealand's mental health service, a lot more than I knew beforehand. <laughs> uh, I've learned that I really like talking to politicians. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is a discovery. <laughs> a very unexpected discovery. Yeah. Because, you know, what's great about how to go is I can admit that I'm, I don't know something and you can talk to someone who might know something and then you can learn something. Anna, how about you, man? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I've, I've learned that it takes real strength to be vulnerable enough to, to stick with sincerity and not undercut things with jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've learned that kindness is life-saving. Um, so reach out to people who you think might be, you know, feeling a little isolated or, mm-hmm. or, or not having a good time. Yeah. As you say, it's things that you know, but but you don't really actually know them until you fully feel them and, and experience them, which is, you know, why it's... Why we'd encourage people to give stuff a go if they think it's going to make them a better person because mm. you, you got to actually try stuff to, to change. Did we achieve the goal? Did we achieve the goal of the podcast? I mean, the goal was to confront our own insecurities and issues around mental health and mental well-being. Check, we have done that. Yep. yep. Um, and hopefully that has helped us. I think it has. I think so. Has it helped others? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. I think, I mean, honestly, I think it's helped me and my dad. That's pretty cool. If anything, <laughs> like me and <laughs> well, dad. That's pretty big. They've talked about stuff that we've never talked about. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. I think it was an endeavor. <laughs> well taken. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing, of course, is that... Um, this is the proper proper last episode of this season. Yeah, there's no secret episode. There's after. no second secret <laughs> epilogue epilogue. That you can probably find at HTTPS forward slash forward slash not how to go episode dot uh, <laughs> dot Anyway, <laughs> it, it, that doesn't exist. That does not exist. Um, uh, but but we're not entirely sure whether we're saying goodbye or we'll see you soon or we'll see you later. Mm. Um, this was quite an undertaking. Yeah. It's definitely in our minds that it'd be cool to do another season on a different theme. Mm-hmm. But but we're not going to make any promises because we, we don't we don't know. Man. Yeah. But we will say goodbye for now. For now. And... If, if you think of a really good how to go challenge, if you can think of one that's really good, try it. Try something if you think it's going to make you a better person. Give that a go. Try that challenge. Reach out to that person. You know, be kind to one another. Help each other out. Be honest with your emotions. Be kind to yourself. Communicate to people. Keep trying to grow. Those are good things to, to strive for. Goodbye for now. Goodbye for now. How'd it go? By Maxwell Epps and Robbie Nichol. Really glad it went and Robbie Nichol at the end. (laughs) (laughs) By Maxwell Epps. Uh, Okay, you want to do the credits? Okay, let's do some credits. Let's do some credits. 
Should I start? <laughs> thank you to Mary O'Hagan from Pearzone. Uh, thank you so much to Janet Glenn from Onslow College and all of the lovely students at Onslow who spoke to us. Thank you, Marianne Elliott of Action Station. Thank you so much to Bethany and especially Max the dog. Oh, that's an, that's an important one. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Wellington Anxiety Specialists and allowing me to record in that building. Uh, thank you to Mariam Vakani, who is just the loveliest person in the world and it made me feel so positive. Thank you, Mariam. Thank you very much to Sylvie McCrainer for very similar reasons. Yeah, good people. <laughs> thank you to Andy and Renee from Lifeline. Thank you to the officers of Chloe Swarbrick and David Seymour and, you know, as well as Chloe and David themselves. Uh, thank you oh, to Chloe and Fran, uh, uh, who are also called Sangria Nights, for making our jingle just that much better, yeah. you know? Thank you to our families, especially our dads, Chris and Bruce, for agreeing to be taped. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast and given us feedback to make it better. Thank you to you, our wonderful listeners, for being the bloody best. And if you are the person who listened through all of those thank yous, you get a special reward. Mm-hmm. And that reward is mm-hmm. a special version uh-huh. of uh-huh. the uh-huh. How'd It Go uh-huh. Jingle Song. Song. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went, that's how it went, yeah, that's how all our time was spent. Yes, we've finished what we started, and we've told you all about that's it. That's right, we've talked a bunch, we've said a bunch, we've spoken a bunch, we've talked too much. Now before we go, I'm afraid it's so, we want you to know, from the bottom of our hearts, thank heart. you for listening to this show. Yeah, but what's the name of the podcast? How'd it go? Ah. Good, good, good.